Hello! Hi, everybody. Welcome to I, I Have, Have a, a Strange, Strange Story Podcast. podcast. Ta-da! Like we did it. I've had enough coffee to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> that only takes one drop, Lindsay. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. This is the podcast where we retell people's paranormal experiences. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> so today we have more stories for you, but I guess we also have some announcements. Yes. So I'll go first. My announcement yes. is I survived the Denver blizzard of 2019. I'm okay, everybody. Yay. I'm okay. <laughs> this is my, my favorite is you would text me and you were like, it's a blizzard here. And I was like, it's 80 degrees here. And like, that's all I said. And then hours later, a friend of mine texts me and said, how's your sister in the blizzard? And I was like, oh, it's really a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> and I text you and I was like, shit, I didn't realize it was really a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, it was totally a blizzard. Like, I, I it was just, like, <laughs> yeah, I realized that I didn't have any food yeah. in my house. And like, I decided at 11 o'clock that morning to go to the grocery store and like the conditions were still drivable, but snow was like, you know, coming in sideways. And so I got to the store, I got my stuff. And then as I was leaving, I realized like I should have just grabbed my bags and walked to the car because I pushed my basket through snow. Oh man. And you probably don't know what that feels like. No, no but, clue. <laughs> but like, just imagine pushing a shopping cart full of groceries in sand Oh, man. Yeah, it was difficult. And the whole time, like, snow is pelting my face. Oh. And so, like, I, I was, it was just like, <laughs> and I had my eyes closed. I'm like, Bah! <laughs> just trying to get to my fucking car to leave. Oh, no. It was pretty hilarious. And then, like, I tried to put the cart back into the where, you know, the cart basket area. And I was like, why do I even bother? <laughs> That's it was so, so sweet stupid. of you. I know. <laughs> I'm just that kind of person. I'm a nice, I'm a nice guy. Nice You're just girl. a giver. I'm just a giver. I put my cart back. <laughs> you get groceries <laughs> for the house. I get groceries for the house. Aww. And I go back home and work. Well, I'm glad that you survived. I did. Good for me. I was worried after I realized it was really a blizzard. <laughs> I know, and then you called me and you texted me and I wasn't answering. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing with my phone. I felt bad about it. Oh, you shouldn't. Um, so I have two announcements. Cool. Number one, there's several versions of the folklore of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. And um, the person who, who'd let me read her story on the last episode about the La Llorona experience, she um, told me there's several versions, and she emailed me the version that she was told as a kid. Oh, so cool. I wanted to update people on the version she heard because I think her version is like way cooler than what I told. Yeah. So what she was told as a kid was that La Llorona was a woman who had two kids. She had two boys um, with someone else and then she's single and then she met a man and that this man was in love with her and wanted to marry her, but he didn't want kids. So she took her kids to the river and drowned them so that he would marry her. Oh, my God. 
because she didn't, she wouldn't have kids then. So, um, then she did this, she went through with it and then he left her. And so then she's very upset and she would go to rivers, you know, looking for her kids, mourning her kids. And then if she saw you, you were a kid, she would take you and make you her kid. Um, yeah. So I thought that story was really good. Like how fucking awful is that man? That's terrible. Yeah. So I really appreciated her sharing that story with me. It's good. Um, so I wanted to give that update. Second update So we did a special episode for my birthday where we talked about survivors of um, emotional abuse, all types of abuse, abusive relationships, right? Mm -hmm. So we've gotten some feedback, and a lot of people really enjoyed um, that episode. A lot of people appreciated it, and we've been asked if we could maybe do more of those episodes. So we're going to try to do those really uplifting episodes quarterly. (laughs) And I don't know what a quarter is, like where do we start, but maybe we'll say February is the beginning of the quarter and we'll go yeah, from there. So, so we'll be doing those, um, you know, every now and again, we'll, we'll do some of those stories. Um, I think it's empowering for people to be able to tell their stories and it's also good for people to hear that they, people have all been through the same types of experiences. So it's a little different. Yeah. Glad we're going to do that. I think people, yeah, yeah, just like you said, I think that people appreciate it and need to know that there's other people out there that went through the same thing and they survived. They came out of it okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's it. I think the only other announcement is that our mom is in my house. Yay. But you're her favorite daughter, so (laughs) fucking go figure that out. Well, (laughs) she kind of lives in the same town as you, so. Oh, that's how it worked out. All right. Well, that's that. Welcome back, mom. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's Carter, welcome back. Today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was singing. Isn't that the song to it? Isn't that I, the don't, I, song? Have, I don't know that I've ever seen that show. Oh, that's because dad and I used to watch it together. Yeah, you're the favorite child of father. I know. Of father. <laughs> I never say that. That's weird. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So, so what's going on today? So today I have... Uh, my own personal story that I want to talk about. Mm. Um, And then I have another story that I want to share too. But um, so I wanted to talk about this because yesterday I went to the Denver body, mind and spirit expo and I got a psychic reading. I love it. Was it free or did you pay for it? Oh no, I paid $20 for it. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad for some fun. Yeah. It was $20 for 20 minutes. Ooh. Yeah. And um, I got a psychic reading about my pets because, <gasps> oh, yeah, because I am really, like, worried about my future. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear anything about oh, what I have in store gotcha. for me. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I was like, well, this one's a good one. I'll do one about my pets. And in my heart, I really wanted to do one about my dead pets, but... Just thinking yeah. about it made me want to cry. So I was like, oh, well, I thought you're going to do the So living. you only did it about your um, two babies right now? Yes. Do you want me to send my Wilson fat face cat to you and you can do one about him? Yeah, I'd love that. He can live with you. He'll be your third animal. I'd love that. It'd be great. Right. Yeah, okay, so him. tell us. Okay. So this woman, and I'm just going to give her a shout out. She was really sweet. Um, her name is um, Allison Stanton. 
and she um, does psychic readings uh, from Boulder, Colorado. And I'll leave her information in the show notes if anybody wants to contact her. But um, she was really nice, um, really easy to talk to. And like, I didn't know what the fuck that I was doing. So she kind of helped me, like guide me where I wanted to go and, and kind of made some information clear to me as to how I needed to get the answers that I needed. So it was really nice. That's so cool. she kind of, yeah, um, she started out with a prayer, like a protection prayer. And mm-hmm. it didn't seem, it, and she made it sound like it was to any entity that we subscribed to. Okay. So it was like, protect us, whoever you are. Mine is me. Subscribe to. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe to me, please. <laughs> me. I'm the goddess of myself. <laughs> yeah. And then she had me say my full name three times. And then we talked about the pets. And so um, we talked about my dog. My dog's name is Foo. Mm-hmm. And she is a big old um, elder bull, pit bull. So she's mm-hmm. like somewhere between 11 and 15 probably. Um, and she went into um, a couple of things with her. I don't really have any problems with my pets. So I didn't know what questions to ask. I was just like, can you just let them know that I love them? And she's like, girl, she knows that they love you. Or they know that you love them. And I was like, okay. And she said that. um... (laughs) Did you cry when you said that? No, but like, I feel like the whole time I was fighting back tears. I was like, I love them so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, what she said about Fu was that Fu is a very grounded dog. She's very grounded to the earth. She's like... I see mushrooms around her. Like, that's how oh. earthy my dog is. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool. And so just a little history. We adopted Fu um, from just somebody that found her. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, um, you know, an organization or the or the pounder or anything. It was just a woman that found her. They kept her for 30 days. They couldn't find her owner. So she was like, well, we'd love to keep her, but we can't. Um so she told me that Fu had two previous owners, and the first people that had her, they loved her, but they couldn't oh. afford her. Um, so they gave <gasps> her to somebody else, and that person loved her too, but like they probably couldn't afford pets either. And so um, uh, she had a good life, but she could always get out of their backyard, and she would mm-hmm. go on adventures, she said. And she said she really liked exploring and going on adventures. And then one day she she just didn't make it back home. Like they didn't find her again. Um, and so she was found. And then and the psychic, Allison, said um, she was she, – at first she said she was like at a shelter. And she's like, no, actually she was – it looked like she was in somebody's house. And that was the situation. Like she went to, I know she went to somebody's house who owned a grooming facility and she would hang out at the grooming facility with her. Yeah. So that was cool. She says she doesn't miss her previous owners, um, but she would be sad if we didn't have her anymore. So like if we were to give her to somebody to keep, she would, she would miss us. So that's really sweet. Um, I'm (laughs) so excited. I want to call, will Allison do it over the phone with me? (laughs) <laughs> I think so. Because I want to do this for Gozer mm-hmm. and for Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wouldn't that be, be fun? fun? 
That would be a lot of fun. I need to know Gozer's story, man. Yeah, that would be, oh my God, that'd be so cute. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'd love sorry. to hear it. No, it's okay. Um, so she says that Fu is a very clairvoyant dog. No and she way. I know, right? And she sees things that other dogs can't see and obviously <gasps> things that people can't see. And so my dog has um, very um, vibrant dreams. And I know this because she barks in her dreams. She runs. She wags her tail. She howls. <laughs> and my dog does not make a sound in, in, in life. Yeah. Like, I've never even heard her bark before. No, she doesn't bark. She doesn't. She's not like a hyperactive dog. But in her dreams, she is the opposite of what she is in real life. So I asked her about her dreams and she says that um, because she's so clairvoyant, she is processing what she sees in her dreams. And she says that she's like chasing dragons and shit. Shut she's like, that's up. weird. She's yeah. chasing the dragon. Yeah, she she's does heroin. The dragons. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she's riding the dragon. <laughs> oh man. Damn it. <laughs> so she says that. Um, she doesn't she's like be... riding Valcor. Sorry. Yeah, she's totally right. She's putting her little paw up in the air. Like, Valcor! Yeah. She's chasing down her previous bullies. Oh. Yeah, that's totally what she's doing. Um, so she says that she doesn't want to be woken up whenever she's having these dreams because she's th- she thinks that they're so interesting. Oh. That she's not afraid. She's just having a good time with these things. Um. She did talk about some of her um, health issues. She's got arthritis in her wrist. Oh. Um, and then she gets intestinal inflammation whenever she eats uh, certain foods. Um, and then she has a little bit of hearing loss. She says 35%. And that Ooh. kind of makes her a little, like, unaware of some of her surroundings and kind of gives her a little anxiety about that. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, and then this is the worst part. Whenever I heard this, I was like, God damn it. She's like, you have a husband or a boyfriend? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, she really loves him. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God damn it. Of course she does. (laughs) That's hilarious. But it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, he gave her a piggyback ride. He did give her a piggyback ride when she couldn't come down the mountain. Like, yeah. he put her on her back and rode down the mountain on, yeah. on him. So um, I told my friend about that, and she's like, you know what? You didn't need a psychic to tell you that. She's like, I have seen this in my own eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, it is true. <laughs> she's not happier to see anybody else in the world. And whenever we went to go meet her, she was all over John. Like, instantly. <laughs> she was like, this is my boy. So... That's really cute. I mean, it's sweet. So I appreciate that. Oh, my God. I Okay, I have to talk to her. Okay. I'll give you her information. Okay. It'll be fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody can try this. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so my second pet is a cat named Jet. Mm-hmm. And she guessed that he's black. But I just want to clarify something real quick. I did not name my cat Jet because he's mm. black. I yeah. named my cat Jet because I am into kung fu movies, like hardcore, and I've seen almost every Jet Li kung fu movie, mm-hmm. and so he's named after Jet Li. Just uh-huh. wanted to clarify that for everybody, not because he's black, but yeah. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I get why you could see that. Um, so Jet grounds me. He says that he keeps <laughs> he keeps the house um, 
down. He holds the house down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. And he reels me in whenever my energy is getting too far out. Like, um, I guess whenever I'm, I'm too much in my head and I'm thinking, I'm overthinking things. So he helps reel that energy in for me. Yeah. I think that's really sweet. Um, and he helps with my throat chakra. So I didn't really understand what that meant and she didn't really elaborate and it's this it's the the throat chakra is the center of communication so he helps me I guess talk about my creativity and my feelings and she focused a lot about how he helps with my creativity okay and I can see that because every time I want to do this podcast he wants to climb up onto the desk and oh my Jesus is that what Wilson is I don't know. You'll have Wilson's to get, you like, should get a reading for Wilson. Wilson's like, let me in there so I can bust out your creativity. Exactly. He's like, I need to align your chakra in your throat. Oh my God. I know. I'm so, this is amazing. It Rebecca. is so cool. I love, I loved this. I'm really glad that I didn't. At first I thought I was like, I don't really want to get a psychic reading because like I said, I don't want to know anything about my future. That really kind yeah. of gives me a lot of anxiety. Um, and then I was like, you know, I need to do this. I'm here. Um, I run a pair, you know, I have a paranormal podcast. This is something that would be really cool to talk about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad that I did it. It was a lot of fun. So she says that, uh, Jet has a sparkle power. Oh, I I love that. He has a sparkle power and whenever he goes, uh, to sleep, he goes to an astral plane. <gasps> mm-hmm. I knew it. Yes. She says that this is pretty common for, for most cats, that they go to an astral plane um, and that he helps other cats, cat spirits. Oh. So he's like, uh, she says that he's like a light. He's a shining beacon of light that helps other kitties on the astral plane to figure out where they're supposed to go. And it was so cool because she was like, it's not just... It's it's cat spirits, so it's not just cats. It's other beings that have been cats before. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet of him. I know he's such a good boy, and he fucking hates other cats. I know that's why I don't really believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it's sweet. <laughs> it's it's really sweet. Yeah. Um. So, so that's what he does. He helps cats in the, in the astral plane. And she says that it's, it's interesting because it sounds like he leaves half of his body on earth and it's just like the mid torso, like front legs and head that goes to the astral plane. So you have to be grounded, I guess, if you want to come back. All right. But that's, that's what weird. she said. I know, but that's what she said that he does for me too, that he grounds me so that I'm not... I don't know if I've ever visited an astral plane before. Maybe you that's do it in your sleep, girl. Dreams. I know. Yeah. But so, uh, so that's what he does. She says that both hat, both of the pets are very happy and they balance, balance each other out. Yeah. So like she says, she asked me if they had a good relationship and I was like, well, they tolerate each other. They're not best friends. And she's like, well, they're good for each other because one is so earthy and one you know, is so spiritual. He's like psychedelic over here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was the psychic fair. So (laughs) I know it was so much fun. There was a guy there doing, well, there was so many psychic people there and they were doing like, um, any type of, 
reading that you could think of, but there was this one person in particular that would talk about like who you were in your past life. And I was thinking like, well, maybe I should do that. And all my friends were like, but what if you were an asshole in your past life? No, that doesn't matter. I want to know that, man. I know I do too. But, but I picked the pets because I felt like, you know, that's something right now that I want to, to know about and to make sure that they're happy and they don't have any, you know, issues or anything. But she didn't, she was like, they're both fine. They don't have any problems and, and they're happy where they're at and they oh, love man. you and stuff like that. So I'm a little worried to do ruckus because I think he's a little sociopath. He's a little psychopath, actually. <laughs> ruckus well, is a psychopath. <laughs> well, he's not going to be able to do anything. He's only like five pounds. Oh, man. You should have seen what he did last night. It was actually traumatic. Oh, no. We don't know. We don't know what the fuck happened, man. It was out of nowhere. Mom and I were on the couch little baby gozer was trying he got on the back of the couch to run to mom Mm -hmm. and um dexter was like get the fuck out of here little baby Mm -hmm. and so gozer turned around and was running on the back of the couch to get back to me ruckus reached up and grabbed him by the leg and pulled him off the back of the couch and started to bite him oh that's weird I know. And like, I pushed Ruckus off and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I pushed him off Yeah, and I went to grab baby Gozer and Ruckus went back at him and kept biting his thigh. That's weird. And like, I, I pushed, basically I just pushed Ruckus's head into the couch. <laughs> like his head was just smashed up against the couch. And I picked up baby Gozer who was really upset, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, Ruckus didn't break the skin there. I didn't eat, there wasn't even saliva on Gozer. But it was the mo. It was the weirdest shit. It was it was traumatizing. Like, yeah. and today they're fine. They're sleeping next to each other. I think Ruckus got freaked out. Yeah, and he didn't know what it was that was running behind him. I don't know, man. That's but he's weird. a fucking psychopath. <laughs> well, sounds like you need a reading. You're having some yeah. behavioral issues, and maybe the psychic can work that out with you. But isn't that weird about Ruckus though? He didn't do that shit. He's a little sweetheart. He's actually always been a little psychopath. <laughs> I raised him that way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you do like serial killers, so. Oh, my precious Mm -hmm. boy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You scolded him for wearing a pair of women's shoes one time, and that really hurt him. I would never do that. I'd be like, yes. Yes, girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting. I'm going to go to one of those things, and I'm going to do all of it. Every single one of it. Well, I'm going to do the animal thing, and then I'm going to do the what was I in a past life. Mm-hmm. I was probably famous. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's why you need so much attention. <laughs> <laughs> in this life. Yeah. All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes. So that, that was that. I had a lot of fun at that thing. I would suggest that you go. There's a lot of cool rocks to look at uh, and buy if you want to buy rocks. Cool. And yeah, so that was my experience. It was a lot of fun. Um, I also have a story for you today. Yes. Yes. This is a pretty creepy story and it was a lot of fun. So I got it from Reddit. Thank you, Reddit people. We appreciate you. Okay. So this story begins with a little kiddo. He's about nine years old and he and his family had just moved into this new house. Um, He doesn't talk about how old the house was or anything like that. Um, but he did say that everything was fine. He had good feelings. Um, his family was in a good place. Um, and at this point, he didn't believe in ghosts, but he thought that the idea of them was cool. But he didn't 
you know, see things or pretended like they existed or anything like that. Um, and everything was great until a couple of months later that things just kind of got weird. So he was hearing footsteps in the house at night and he was hearing knocking. And I think probably still at this point, he wasn't a full believer, but he just was like, well, this isn't, this is different. Dude, the um, old knockaroos and the walking around, that's how it all starts. Classic. Every time they classic. fucking pull us in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> So um, he and his brother, um, they shared a bedroom and mm-hmm. uh, their beds were on opposite sides of the of the room, obviously. And there was about five to six feet of space between them. Um, and so that'll come into play a little bit later. But they were the whole the whole family seemed like they were into music so much so that their spare bedroom was just a music room. Cool. And so they were up. Uh, just chit-chatting about what kind of guitars they wanted to play and what kind of drums. And, like, they were just so excited about music. And they would spend up, you know, spend hours just talking about music until they finally fell asleep. And then suddenly this little guy was woken up by something. And he said it wasn't, like, just a weird thing. Like, you know how you wake up sometimes in the middle of the night for no reason and then fall back asleep. He yeah. said that he actually felt like he was being pushed So he woke up, he was staring at the ceiling, and his eyes just adjusted to the darkness. And um, when he rolled on his side to see if he could fall back asleep, he noticed that a hand was on the bed. And (gasps) it was as if someone was laying on the ground below him, just resting his hand on the bed. Oh, my God. So he was like, so this is, you know, nine-year-old mentality. It's just my brother. He probably fell off the bed, rolled yeah. over to my side, and propped his hand. <laughs> oh up on my, my bed. god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he didn't really think it was that big of a deal at that time. Uh, let me tell you how brave you are, kid, because that's not where yeah. my mind would go to. Um, so he um, he wanted to get a better look at it, and he wanted to look on over the bed. So he kind of scooched over to the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. and he grabbed the hand, and he no. shook it. No, yeah. <laughs> he shook it as no. if, you know, like he was trying to wake up his brother. <laughs> and whenever he grabbed it, he noticed this feels really strange. The hand was ice cold oh, and it God. was kind of pale bluish in color. I was afraid of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I thought the hand fears was like. are coming true right now. Oh, my God. And then he noticed that the hand was not of a child's hand. Oh. So he like he freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hand was <laughs> like a female hand. He said that it had long fingers with like worn fingernails. Um, and it was just freezing cold in this oh. weird off color. So he was really scared. And he stared at the hand for a moment. And then he looked across the bedroom and he saw that his brother was asleep in his own bed. Oh, so Jesus. this could not be his brother's hand. So, uh, you know, of course, he jumped to the back of the wall Um He stared at the hand for a few seconds, and then he watched the lifeless hand laying there just quickly slide off of the bed in one fluid motion. And that scared the shit out of him. So he's in his bed, his brother's asleep, and he's like, I have to wake up my brother. But guess what? I can't get on the floor. Yeah. Because the lava, number one, it's lava. Number two, there's something under the bed. Maybe number one, there's something under the bed. And number two, it's lava. Okay. At this point, you know, (laughs) but I get what you're saying. 
So he's trying everything that he can do to wake his brother up. And I, you know, I think like us as children or as children in general, don't, why don't we ever yell out to like our parents or whatever? Right. You know, like you're going to, you're going to either get in trouble or this thing is going to be alerted and then kill you. That's where my mind goes. Yeah. Or take you somewhere else. So I think that he's trying to wake up his brother silently, but he's also throwing pillows at him. Okay, good. Yeah. So he's throwing pillows at him. His brother wakes up and he's like, dude, there's his hand that was on my bed. I touched it. It's gone. You know, I need help. And his brother was so out of it and tired. He was like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. It's a hand. And so um, he just laid there all night and just tried to process what he saw and I don't think that he ever saw the hand again. <laughs> oh my god. But that Lord. was something that had happened to him. Yeah. <gasps> that is fucking a good story, man. Like it I is think a good this story. is the first time that I've been on pins and needles like waiting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It happens, like, I know. Yeah. That was really fucking good. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's it's everything that I feel like a ghostly hand would be. Cold, dead, yeah. lifeless. I'm just surprised that it didn't grab him back you know like I'm kind of surprised that it didn't because that's where I think what I think would happen is that it would grab you back and then pull you under the bed so yeah he's lucky to be alive yeah in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) oh man I wonder if he was sitting there farting the whole time too you know when you get scared and you fart oh you don't do that okay (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) really a lot of people have that reaction i understand okay (laughs) when they get nervous or scared they fart no no No. okay okay well i've got a story here (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) um interesting because i also have a story about a nine-year-old Oh, weird. I know. There was no organizing whatsoever. <laughs> it's we all last minute. Yeah, we don't know anything about the stories that we tell generally. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I usually ask just in case we're telling the same one. Yeah, because sometimes but, we'll ask people for the same story and then we don't know it. And then that person thinks like, wow, people are really liking my story. <laughs> no, sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, so I have a story. It's from Reddit and it's um, from the user Red Folly. Yeah. Thanks, Red um, Folly. Yeah. It's That's a really a fun story. The The title of their story is, I went to a party that never happened. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is a nine-year-old. She's really, I think it's a she. She's really excited about going to this birthday party. Um, it's at a friend's house. It's out in the country. And this friend lived close to her grandparents um, out in the country. And so it's about a 10-minute walk to her friend's house from there. So her parents dropped her and her brother off to stay at their grandparents so that she could go to the party and then her little brother could stay there, you know, and you know how little kids get jealous about going to parties and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why you came with me to my friend's house to spend the night a lot. (laughs) You remember? Because I get jealous. Yeah. But I mean, we had a good time, so... Yeah, I'm a lot of fun, so it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So she was really excited about this party. She'd been thinking about it for weeks. She remembers it very clearly. This is the first party that she was going to without her parents. Um, The party was in a barn. 
There were horses outside in a fenced area. There was music playing. There were decorations. There were balloons tied to everything. There were tons of tables that had food and gifts all over them. Man, that um, sounds like my kind of party. I know. It sounds fun. If there was so, horses out there, yes. Yes. I know. She said there were lots of kids there, um, but that she didn't really know any of them, and she felt kind of awkward. The only people she knew were her friend, whose birthday it was, and then the friend's older sister. But they were both pretty occupied because there were so many people there, so they, you know, they weren't just paying attention to her. And that's hard, I know. Um, <laughs> so the friend was too busy to pay attention to her. So, um, she felt kind of left out and she was standing around awkwardly. And so she decided to leave, but let me just give you some advice. Something that would have helped in this experience is alcohol. (laughs) Oh, totally. Yeah. If you would have drank alcohol, you would have been the life of the party and you wouldn't have felt weird. Let me so just, that's a little trickaroo I use. All nine-year-olds out there that are listening to the podcast, just get <laughs> smashed. We, don't, we do not recommend any nine-year-olds drink. No, it's a joke. It's <laughs> just jokes. But that's what I do at parties. Or sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling awkward at home, you know, I just drink. Yeah, I just drink and I feel better. I mean, you that know. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's dark out. And remember, they're way out in the country, so there's, like, no street lights or anything. So she decides just to leave. She's just going to walk home. It's a 10-minute walk to the grandparents' house, right? So she starts walking. She's halfway there. And then she's like, ah! <laughs> like, this is scary. And, like, turns around and runs back to the house uh, where the party is because it's, it's too scary. She's just going to ask if somebody will walk with her back home. Um, she said she'd only be gone for about a few minutes. When she gets back to the party... Everything is different. There's no no. kids. There's no decorations. There's no food. There's no music. There's no horses. It's just an empty barn with nothing there. Weird. (laughs) So she turns around and just runs home, is terrified, right? Yes. Um, When she got home, her grandmother is furious with her. And she was explaining to the grandmother that, hey, at the party, everyone disappeared. I left. I went back. Everything was gone. And the, the grandmother had no idea what the fuck this kid was talking about. Um, she said there was no party. Why were you outside? <gasps> <laughs> and then the grandmother explains, you didn't come stay the night here to go to a party. You came to stay the night here because your, your parents went on a date night. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. And so then she went to her, she called her friend and she was like, Hey, about your party. And her friend was like, My birthday is weeks away, dude. I didn't have a birthday party. What? <laughs> and so then that she ends it by saying, So basically, I went to a party that never happened. Oh my God. So like she would talk to her family about it, you know, and her family was like, you were sleepwalking. It was something else. But I think this is very like Twilight Zony. Yes. This is an episode of the Twilight Zone. It would have been great for it. That is so cool. I love it. I wonder if she slipped into a different dimension, like, or slipped out of her own dimension uh-huh. and went uh-huh. to this, like our current one. <gasps> yeah. Or did aliens get her? <laughs> I think there's a lot of theories here, yes. but I think it's a, I thought it was a really fun story. I love that it. That is really cool. <laughs> that is super creepy too. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red folly. Red folly. What do you think happened? 
Who, do Red Volley? No, you. What do you... Th- you, Lindsay, what do you think happened? Do you think that <sighs> it was aliens or a time slip or dimensions or what? Um, Maybe a different dimension. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Maybe entered a portal into a different dimension. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most logical answer here. Obviously. <laughs> um, her family told her she was sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she says that she remembers it very clearly and had been excited for weeks leading up to it. Yeah. Like it happened that it was a thing. I love it. Cause yes. maybe she was going in and out of different dimensions the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. There was yeah. something about traveling down the road that she entered. And uh-huh. when she came back, it was a different dimension. Yes. yes. I, I like that theory. It's I think that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess the aliens could be, uh, if it is an alien, you, your face just dropped at that. <laughs> like you were happy and then no you expression when I said I aliens. Said. Oh yeah. But what I'm thinking is I still think it's a dimension thing, but like aliens can make screen memories. Yeah. Oh, tell yeah. me more. So like where you're it's kind of the same situation where you're doing something and and then you remember it completely differently to, I guess for, for them to, for the aliens to kind of protect maybe themselves and maybe to protect you so that you're not freaking out for the rest of your life. I, I kind of oh, want to yeah. know if she went to the party again, like what she saw and if things were different or if things were just the same, the party like weeks later. Yeah. If there was a party and if, if she was invited. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> I hope that she was, and there was. It's cool, man. Yeah, maybe maybe we should follow up with her and ask her. I will. I'll ask her because okay. I also I told her um, I would let her know when I read it, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, I can follow up and find out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anyways, those are my stories. Awesome. It was a. It's exciting. Um, Different dimensions and aliens and ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A ghost hand. We've got everything going on in here. We've got everything. A ghost hand, interdimensions, <laughs> psychic readings for pets, uh-huh. trash can cats, they did, psychotic trash can cheese. Cat. Yeah, trash can cat hasn't showed up for a long time. Is he Last okay? episode, this episode. No, yeah. it's because mom is here. He's like, mom. Hey, she doesn't love me. Take me home. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to go home with mom. Yeah. Except Ruckus. Yeah. Whenever I, was, whenever I was holding baby Gozer and comforting him, Ruckus got jealous mm-hmm. and started crying. God He's damn fucking it. nuts, man. He is a psycho. <laughs> and then he came over to me. He was like, mom. And I was like, no. I was like, go over there. And he was like, well, I'm sorry. And like went and <laughs> oh. sat down. <laughs> And then he was like, can I give baby brother a kiss? And like, he came over like he was going to kiss him. And baby brother was like, no, I hate you. You wet my leg. Yeah. And then baby brother just went and laid by mom all night and stared at me. (laughs) You know how he does that? He just stares. Mm -hmm. That's what he did all night. Well, I will get you that, um, that lady's information. She can talk. Yes. I need to learn the idea that, whoa. I didn't learn the dynamics. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> well, you know what I was going to, I forgot to mention is that um, whenever I got home from this thing, Foo was really excited to see me. Uh-huh. She was like, she, oh, I don't love dad more. <laughs> I know, right? She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, so 
also a side note about my dog is that she's so comfortable and confident in her surroundings that she does not feel like she needs to get up and greet me at the door or protect me at the door or do anything <laughs> yeah, really. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. She's not a guard dog at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I probably gave out too much information of myself. So don't come in <laughs> and kill me. Um, but she, um, she was happy to see me. Like she perked up and she came over to me. So I was wondering if I was like, did a woman come to you and tell Aww. you how much I love you? Oh, <laughs> so I hope boo. that's what happened. I know. Ruckus just packed like, his hey. bag and he was walking out. He said he had something to do in Colorado. Get <laughs> <laughs> his little suitcase with him. I don't know. <laughs> that's cute. He's like, don't worry. I'm going to hitchhike. I got a lift for this, actually. <laughs> what a silly guy. Oh, well. Well, I guess that's all we've got here. Yeah. For today. For the show. Oh, if you have stories that you'd like for us to read, um, we would love to read them. You can send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, if you uh, review us, take a snapshot of that, email it to us with your uh, mailing address, and I will mail you some stickers. Yay. Yay. Anyways, well, I guess I'm going to spend the day with... Um, mom, she's going to wish it was you the whole time, <laughs> but we'll make it work. I'll do something that's <laughs> kind of you-ish. I don't know what that would be, but I just won't be myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to please your mom. <laughs> Dye your hair brown. <laughs> Take off your glasses and get a lot quieter, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask for any attention. Mm-mm. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that John Malkovich movie. Malkovich? <laughs> what is the name of that movie? Malkovich? Being John Malkovich? Yeah, mm-hmm. where I'm in my head. You know, whenever he goes in his head, and mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of hymns. Mm-hmm. God, that's a good movie. I think that's everybody, though. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little more honest about mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>